0: and intellectuals of this time the innovative minds the intelligentsia those that are breaking down the barriers and choosing a bohemian existence escaping from dreary suburban ideals and materialistic death traps where are these engaging people the risk takers the revolutionaries those living apart from this big unrest. Those escaping the sterility of corporate junkies who get high on materialistic consumption. Welcome to the Bohemian Beat. We will journey beyond the horizon and find the artist living on the edge Going down into the murky waters of their very existence, where these brave souls have re emerged with art that is challenging, original, and brutal. You have tuned into The
1: Bohemian Beat. I'm Rudy, with you until the end of the hour. Today, we will be exploring the poetry behind the music of Bob Dylan. I've been asked by many people recently what I think about the Nobel Prize in Literature being awarded to Bob Dylan. Recently, a listener from Victoria commented to me, I thought it was great that Bob Dylan got the Nobel Prize for Literature, as I believe all literature stems from poetry. And Brenda, I agree. Because ultimately, what did Bob Dylan do? He fused the dynamics of Folk culture was sophisticated art. For example, let's start with his song Chimes of Freedom, a protest song which featured on his 1964 album Another Side of Bob Dylan. There are many poetic influences in this song, the symbolist poetry of Arthur Rambo, the alliterative poetry of Gerard Manley Hopkins, the poetic vision of William Blake, and the violent drama mixed with compassion and romantic language of William Shakespeare. The song was partly written during a road trip in 1964 and in part inspired by an old, sentimental ballad Dylan heard during the trip called... Chimes of Trinity, a 1895 song by Michael J. Fitzpatrick about Trinity Church located in Lower Manhattan in New York City. I will read from the ballad Chimes of Trinity. In a city grand and gay, where the mighty throng holds sway, stands a church whose spire points towards the sky. And down the belfry tower, off the chimes have told the hour. Many saddened hearts were charmed while passing by. Many millionaires and ladies grand and noble men of state, with outcasts from every land and monarchs grand and great, all have whiled the hours away down on old Broadway as they listened to the chimes of Trinity. Toiling for the outcast, toiling for the gay, toiling for the million air and friends long passed away. But my heart is light and gay as I stroll down Old Broadway and I listen to the chimes of Trinity. Far between sundown's
2: finish and midnight's broken toll, we ducked inside the doorway, thunder went crashing. As majestic bells of bolts Struck shadows in the sounds Seeming to be the chimes of freedom flashing Flashing for the warriors Whose strength is not to fight Flashing for the refugees on the unarmed road of flight and far each and every underdog soldier in the night and we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing through the city's melted furnace unexpectedly we watched With faces hidden as the walls were tightening As the echo of the wedding bells Before the blowing rain Dissolved into the bells of the lightning Tolling for the rebel Tolling for the rake, tolling for the luckless, they are abandoned and forsake. Tolling for the outcast, burning constantly at stake, and we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing. Through the mad mystic hammering of the wild ripping hail The sky cracked its palms in naked wonder As the clinging of the church bells blew far into the breeze Leaving only bells of lightning and its thunder Striking for the gentle, striking for the kind Striking for the guardians and protectors of the mind And the poet and the painter far behind his rightful time And we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing In the wild cathedral evening, the rain unraveled tales for the disrobed, faceless forms of no position. Tolling for the tongues with no place to bring their thoughts, all down in taken for granted situations. Tolling for the deaf and blind, tolling for the mute, for the mistreated, maidless mother, the mistitled prostitute, for the misdemeanor outlaw, chained and cheated by pursuit. And we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing. Even though a clouds-wide curtain In a far-off corner flared And the hypnotic splattered mist Was slowly lifting Electric light still struck like arrows Fired but far the ones Condemned to drift Or else be kept from drifting Calling for the searching ones On a speechless seeking trail For the lonesome hearted lovers With too personal a tale And for each unharmful gentle soul Misplaced inside a jail And we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing Sorry-eyed and laughing As I recall when we were caught Trapped by no track of hours For the hang suspended As we listened one last time And we watched with one last look Spellbound and swallowed Till the tolling ended Tolling for the aching Whose wounds cannot be nursed The countless confused accused misused Strung out ones and worse And for every hung up person In the whole wide universe And we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing
1: Bob Dylan with chimes of freedom. Bob Dylan took his name from the Welsh poet Dylan Thomas, changing his name from Robert Zimmerman, partly in homage to Dylan Thomas, and partly to evoke the image of a bohemian poet that the name Dylan conveyed to the college-educated baby boomer generation. Dylan Thomas's reading tours of the United States did much to popularise poetry reading as a new medium for the art. Dylan Thomas was the archetypal romantic poet of the popular American imagination. He was flamboyantly theatrical, a heavy drinker, engaged in roaring disputes in public, and read his work out loud with tremendous depth of feeling. He became a legendary figure, both for his work and the boisterousness of his life. This next poem fern hill is one of thomas's best-known poems a nostalgic and melancholic look back at times gone by
3: now as i was young and easy under the apple boughs about the lilting house and happy as the grass was green the night above the dingle starry time let me hail and climb golden in the heydays of his eyes and honored among wagons I was prince of the apple towns, and once below a time my lordly had the trees and leaves trail with daisies and barley down the rivers of the windfall light. And as I was green and carefree, famous among the buns about the happy yard, and singing as the farm was home. In the sun that is young once only Time let me play and be Golden in the mercy of his means And green and golden I was huntsman and herdsman The calves sang to my horn The foxes on the hills Barked clear and cold And the sabbath rang slowly In the pebbles of the holy streams All the sun long it was running, it was lovely The hay fields high as the house The tunes from the chimneys It was air and playing, lovely and watery And fire green as grass And nightly under the simple stars As I rode to sleep the owls were bearing the farm away all the moon long I heard, blessed among stables, the night jars flying with the ricks, and the horses flashing into the dark. And then to awake, and the farm, like a wanderer white with the dew, come back, the cock on his shoulder. It was all shining, it was Adam and Maiden, the sky gathered again, and the sun grew round that very day. So it must have been after the birth of the simple light in the first spinning place, the spellbound horses walking warm out of the whinnying green stable onto the fields of praise. And honored among foxes and pheasants by the gay house, under the new made clouds, and happy as the heart was long, in the sun borne over and over, I ran my heedless ways. My wishes raced through the house high hay, and nothing I cared at my sky blue trades that time allows, in all his tuneful turning. So few and such morning songs Before the children green and golden Follow him out of grace Nothing I cared in the lamb-white days That time would take me up to the swallow-thronged loft By the shadow of my hand In the moon that is always rising Nor that riding to sleep I should hear him fly with the high fields and wake to the farm forever fled from the childless land. Oh, as I was young and easy in the mercy of his means, time held me green and dying, though I sang in my chains like the sea.
4: May your heart always be joyful May your song always be sung And may you stay forever
1: young May you stay forever young You are listening to The Bohemian Beat Broadcasting nationally since 2007 Across the community radio network that was Audrey May and the Forest Rangers performing a cover of Bob Dylan's song, Forever Young, and before that Dylan Thomas reading his poem, Fern Hill. Bob Dylan has many poetry influences. He has mentioned Arthur Rimbaud among his most important influences. I quote, I came across one of his letters called J'ai un en autre,' which translates into... I is someone else. When I read those words, the bells went off. It made perfect sense. I wish someone would have mentioned that to me earlier. The letter Dylan refers to is by the French symbolist poet Arthur Rimbaud, who lived between 1854 and 1891. In 1871, Rimbaud had written a letter to his teacher affirming that he is working to become a poet. I wish to be a poet, and I am working to make myself into a seer. You will not understand at all, and I would not nearly know how to explain it to you. It's a question of coming to the unknown through the disordering of the senses. The suffering is enormous, but one must be strong, be born a poet. And I have come to terms with my destiny as a poet. It's not at all my fault. It's wrong to say, I think. One ought to say, I am being thought. Forgive the play on words, I is another. Too bad for the wood which finds itself a violin and brush off the oblivious who quibble over things they know nothing about. Rambo wrote his major verse between the ages of 15 and 20. He then abandoned his literary career and became a trader in what is now Ethiopia. This next poem, Hunger, is from that collection, A Season in Hell, self-published in 1873.
5: I only find within my bones a taste for eating earth and stones. When I feed, I feed on air. Rocks and Die
6: all. My hunger
5: Turn Hunger Feed They feel Waiting to be gathered Fruits and grasses Spend their hours The spider spinning in the hedge Eats only flowers
7: African trees that all oh. Long black hole One, two There are no mistakes in life Some people say It's true sometimes You can see it that way And the rumbling oh, yeah. force
1: Was Joan Osborne with Man in the Long Black Coat and before that from Hector Zazu's concept album Sahara Blue a poem by Arthur Rambo called Hunger performed by John Cao. this is a bohemian beat and today we are exploring some of the poetry influences of Bob Dylan recently awarded the Nobel Prize in Literature Bob Dylan was heavily influenced by the beat poets. He said, I quote, I read On the Road in maybe 1959. It changed my life like it changed everyone else's. On the Road is a novel by Jack Kerouac that became a classic of beat movement writing in the United States. The novel made Kerouac a central literary figure among the beats in the 1950s and 1960s. Kerouac completed On the Road in 1951, but he couldn't find a publisher until 1957. This next piece is Jack Kerouac, reading from On the Road and Visions of Cody with Steve Allen.
8: Well, a lot of people have asked me, why did I write that book or any book? All the stories I wrote were true, because I believed in what I saw. I was travelling west one time, at the junction of the state line of Colorado, its arid western one, in the state line of poor Utah, I saw in the clouds huge and massed above the fiery golden desert of even fall, the great image of God with forefinger pointed straight at me, through halos and rolls and gold folds that were like the existence of a gleaming spear in his right hand, which saith, Come on, boy, go thou across the ground, go moan for man, go moan, go groan, go groan alone, Go roll your bones, alone. Go thou and be little beneath my sight. Go thou and be my to seed in the pod. Go thou, go thou, die hence. And of this world report you well and truly. Anyway, I wrote the book because we're all gonna die. In the loneliness of my life, my father dead, my brother dead, my mother far away, my sister and my wife far away. Nothing here but my own tragic hands that once were guarded by a world a sweet attention, that now are left to guide and disappear their own way into the common dark of all our death. Sleeping in me raw bed, alone and stupid, with just this one pride and consolation, my heart broke in a general despair and opened up inwards to the Lord. I made a supplication in this dream. So in the last page of On the Road, I describe how the hero Dean Moriarty's come to see me all the way from the West Coast just for a day or two. We've just been back and forth across the country several times in cars and now our adventures are over. We're still great friends, but we have to go into later phases of our lives. So there he goes, Dean Moriarty, ragged in the moth-eaten overcoat he brought specially for the freezing temperatures of the East. Walking off alone, and last I saw him, he rounded the corner of 7th Avenue, eyes on the street, ahead and bent to it again, gone. So, in America, when the sun goes down and I sit on the old broken down river pier watching the long, long skies over New Jersey and sense all that raw land that rolls in one unbelievable huge bulge over to the west coast, and all that road going and all the people dreaming in the immensity of it, in Iowa, I know by now that children must be crying in the land where they let the children cry. And tonight the stars will be out. And don't you know that God is Pooh Bear? The evening star must be drooping and shedding her sparkler dims on the prairie, which is just before the coming of complete night that blesses the earth, darkens all the rivers, cups the peaks, and folds the final shore in. And nobody. Nobody knows what's gonna happen to anybody besides the forlorn rags of growing old. Think of Dean Moriarty, I even think of old Dean Moriarty, the father we never found. Think of Dean Moriarty, I think of Dean (laughs) Moriarty.
9: Of the time, I'm clear focused all around, most of the time, i can got keep both feet on the ground, I can follow the path, I can read the signs, stay right with it when the road unwinds, I can handle what I stumble upon, I don't even notice he gone,
10: most of the time.
9: Underneath, Most of the time I can keep it right between my teeth I can solve any riddle, I can hold my own Deal with the situation right down to the bone I can survive, I can endure I don't even think about her most of the time Most of the time, my head is on straight. Most of the time, I'm strong enough and not to hate. I got enough faith and I got enough strength. I keep it all away, way beyond our I can smile in the face of mankind. Don't even remember what her lips felt like on mine. Most of the time. My mind. I wouldn't know her if I saw her. She's that far behind. Most of the time, I can't even be sure if she was ever with me, or if I was ever with her. Most of the time, I'm halfway as content. Most of the time know exactly where it all went. I don't cheat on myself. I don't run and hide. Hide from the feelings that I buried inside. I don't compromise or pretend. I don't care if I ever see her again.
1: Bob Dylan with Most of the Time, and before that Jack Kerouac reading from On the Road and Visions of Cody. In Bob Dylan's book, Chronicles, he describes moving to the city from his remote community for university. I quote, I suppose what I was looking for was what I read about in On the Road, looking for the great city, looking for speed, the sound of it, looking for what Allen Ginsberg called the hydrogen jukebox world. Though he never met Kerouac, Dylan became friends with Ginsburg and did visit Kerouac's grave in 1975. Alan Ginsberg, who lived between 1926 and 1997, was an American poet. He became known as a leader of the Beat Literary Movement of the 1950s and also of the cultural and political protests of the 1960s. Ginsberg's poem How was published in 1956 and ranks among the most significant expressions of the Beat movement. This is an excerpt from How.
11: I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness, starving, hysterical, naked, dragging themselves through the negro streets at dawn looking for an angry fix. Angel-headed hipsters burning for the ancient heavenly connection to the starry dynamo in the machinery of night, who poverty and tatters and hollow-eyed and high sat up smoking in the supernatural darkness of cold water flats floating across the tops of cities contemplating jazz, who bared their brains to heaven under the L and saw Mohammedan angels staggering on tenement roofs illuminated, who passed through universities with radiant, cool eyes hallucinating Arkansas and blake light tragedy among the scholars of money and war, who were expelled from the academies for crazy and publishing obscene odes on the windows of the skull, who cowered in unshaven rooms in underwear, burning their money in wastebaskets and listening to the terror through the wall, who got busted in their pubic beards returning to Laredo with a belt of marijuana for New York, who ate fire and paint hotels or drank turpentine in Paradise Alley, death, or purgatory their torsos night after night with dreams, with drugs, with waking nightmares, alcohol and cock and endless balls, incomparable blind streets of shuddering cloud and lightning in the mind leaping toward poles of Canada and Patterson, illuminating all the motionless world of time between, peyote solidities of halls, Backyard green trees, cemetery dawns, wine drunkenness over the rooftops, rooftops, storefront burrows of tea head, joyride neon blinking traffic light, sun and moon and tree vibrations in the roaring winter dusts of Brooklyn, ash can rantings and kind king light of mind who chained themselves to subways for the endless ride from Battery to Holy Bronx on Benzedrine until the noise of wheels and children brought them down, shuddering mouth racked and battered, break of brain, all drained of brilliance in the drear light of zoo, who sank all night in submarine light of Bickford's, floated out and sat for the stale beer afternoon in desolate fugazis, listening to the crack of doom on the hydrogen jukebox,
12: is in a basement mixing up the medicine i'm on the pavement thinking about the government the man in a trench coat batch out laid off says he's got a bad cough wants to get it paid off look out kid it's something you did god knows when but you're doing it again you better duck down the alleyway looking for a new friend a man in a coonskin cap in a pig pen wants 11 dollar bills you only got 10. Maggie comes, fleet foot, face full of black soot, talking at the heat, put plants in the bed, but the phone's tapped anyway. Maggie says, the minute say they must bust an early man, orders from the D.A. Look out, kid, don't matter what you did, but walk on your tiptoes, don't tie no bows. Better stay away from those that care around a fire hose, keep a clean nose, wash a clean clothes. You don't need a man to know it's the wind blows. Get sick, get well, hang around the inkwell, hang bail, hard tail if anything is gonna sell. Try hard, get boxed, get back, ride rail, get jailed, jump bail. Join the Army, it fail. Look out, kid, you're gonna get hit by losers, cheaters, six-time users, hanging around the theaters. Girl by the whirlpools, looking for a new fool, don't follow leaders, or watch a parking meters. Oh, get born, keep on short pants, romance, learn to dance, get dressed, get blessed, try to be success, please her, please him, buy gifts, don't steal, don't lift, 20 years of schooling and they put you on the day shift, look out kids, they keep it all hit, better jump down a manhole, like yourself a candle, don't wear sandals, try to forge the scandal, don't want to be a bum, you better chew gum, the pump don't work, cause the vandals took the handle.
3: You are listening to The Bohemian Beat, brought to you by the Community Radio Network.
1: And that was Bob Dylan with Subterranean Homesick Blues. And before that, beat poet Allen Ginsberg reading his poem, How. A poet that has greatly influenced both Allen Ginsberg and Bob Dylan is William Blake, a brilliant and unconventional English poet, engraver and painter who lived between 1757 and 1827. In this next piece by William Blake called The Gates of Paradise, we see an unfolding of the human soul's struggle to break free from the cycle of disordered desire as a call to transform the world into a human and imaginative form rather than a fatalistic acceptance of the world as it is.
10: From the Gates of Paradise. For the sexes. Prologue. Mutual forgiveness of each vice, such are the gates of paradise. Against the accuser's chief desire, who walked among the stones of fire. Jehovah's finger wrote the law, then wept, then rose in zeal and awe. And the dead corpse from Sinai's heat, buried beneath his mercy seat, O Christians, Christians, tell me why you rear it on your altars high. The Keys of the Gates My eternal man set in repose, the female from his darkness rose, and she found me beneath a tree a mandrake, and in her veil hid me. Serpent reasonings us entice of good and evil, virtue and vice. Doubt, self-jealous, watery, folly. Struggling through earth's melancholy. Naked in air in shame and fear. Blind in fire with shield and spear. Two-horned reasoning, cloven fiction. In doubt which is self-contradiction. A dark hermaphrodite we stood. Rational, truth, root of evil and good. Round me flew the flaming sword. Round her snowy whirlwinds roared. Freezing her veil, the mundane shell. I rent the veil where the dead dwell. When weary man enters his cave, he meets his saviour in the grave. Some find a female garment there, and some a male woven with care. Lest the sexual garment sweet should grow a devouring, winding sheet. One dies, alas the living and dead. One is slain, and one is fled. In vainglory hatched and nursed, by double spectres self-accursed, my son, my son, thou treatest me but as I have instructed thee. On the shadows of the moon, climbing through night's highest noon, in time's ocean-falling drowned, in aged ignorance profound, holy and cold I clip the wings of all sublunary things, and in depths of my dungeons close the father and the sons but when once i did descry the immortal man that cannot die through evening shades i haste away to close the labors of my day the door of death i open found and the worm weaving in the ground thou art my mother from the womb wife sister daughter to the tomb Weaving to dreams the sexual strife and weeping over the web of life. Epilogue To the Accuser Who is the God of this World Truly, my Satan, thou art but a dunce and dost not know the garment from the man. Every harlot was a virgin once nor canst thou ever change Kate into Nan. Though thou art worshipped by the names divine of Jesus and Jehovah, thou art still the sun of morn in weary night's decline. The lost travellers dream under the hills.
13: Of warm peace The truth just twists Its curfugo It glides Upon four-legged Forest clouds The cowboy angel Rides With his candle lit into the sun Though its glow is Waxed in black All except Beneath the trees of Eden, the savage soldier sticks his head in sand and then complains. Unto the shoeless hunter who's gone deaf but still remains upon the beach. Where hound dogs bay at ships with tattooed sails, heading for the gates of Eden. Where the time rusted compass blade, Aladdin and his lamb, sits with the utopian hermit monk. I'd sat on the gold calf, On their promises of paradise You will not hear a laugh All except inside the gates of Eden See see. At dawn, my lover comes to me and tells me of her dreams, with no attempts to shovel a glimpse into the ditch of what each one means. At times I think there are no words, but these to tell what's true, and there are no truths. Outside
1: the gates of Eden. You are listening to the Bohemian Beat, and we just heard Brian Ferry with a cover of Bob Dylan's song Gates of Eden. And before that, Robert Glenister reading from a poem by William Blake called The Gates of Paradise. And today we have been exploring just a smidgen of the poetic influences behind the legend Bob Dylan, who recently was awarded the 2016 Nobel Prize in Literature. Well, we have run out of time. I hope you've enjoyed the show today. I will be back next week. Same beat time, same Bohemian frequency for more poetry and music. And check out the website, thebohemianbeat.com, for more information and podcasts. And we will end with Patti Smith covering Bob Dylan's track, Changing of the Guards. Thank you for joining me on the Bohemian Beat. I'm Riddy.
14: 16 years 16 banners United over the field Where the good shepherd grieves Desperate men Desperate men. Spreading their wings. Need the falling leaves, watching calls. I step far from the shadows to the marketplace. Merchants and thieves, hungry for power, molest you, gone down. She's smelling sweet. Like the meadows where she was born On Midsummer's evening Near the tower The cold-blooded moon The captain waits Above the celebration Sending his thoughts To a beloved maid Who's ever beneath is beyond communication the captain is down but still believing that his love will be repaid they shaved her head she was turned between Jupiter and Apollo a messenger
6: arrived
14: with a black nightingale I seen her on the stairs And I could not help but follow Follow her down Past the fountain Where they lifted her veil I stumbled to my feet I rode past destruction In the ditches With the stitches out tattoo, renegade priests and treacherous young witches, were handing out the flowers that I give into you. The palace of mirrors, where dark soldiers are reflected. Where the angels' voices whisper to the souls of previous times She wakes him up Forty hours later The sun is breaking and broken chain And you is love and